Episode 110, Avram Gonzalez. Welcome to the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. So guys, happy 2015, first Monday of the new year. It's the first time you've ever heard this show. Thanks for tuning in. If you've been listening to it for over the last eight months or so, thank you so much. And if you've been thinking about it or you're not aware of it, jump on a call with me this January. Now's a great time to at least explore, investigate actionable steps and how to build the best body you can. Lead your life, take control of your mental state and really achieve whatever it is you truly desire. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved and you have the application form right there. Get to the podcast. Okay, good morning, guys. We have Abram Gonzalez on today. He's an online marketer, change agent, and entrepreneur in the business of inspiring others to step up and live a life where they can truly have it all. He's the man behind Inspiraction, where this is where inspiration meets motivation, and that helped really propel him a couple of years back, and we're going to talk about that. But firstly, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Oh, I'm ready. I say we, for the last 10 minutes, we had to quickly start the interview because we were just off and running. So uh, is there anything you'd like to add to your bio? It's quite a short one for me. I usually rabbit on for a while, but anything you'd like to add? You know what? I just think the internet's a beautiful place. Um, I think we're going to talk about some stuff today that most people haven't considered when it comes to, you know, awakening the alpha within, right? In terms of, you know, stepping into the greatness of you. Um, you're going to get some stuff today that, I, that transformed my life that I know if you apply it, it can transform your life too. And uh, what I discovered through my journey is that sometimes the most unexpected things lead, or sometimes the things that you wouldn't expect lead to the most unexpected things. And that's really what my journey is about. And uh, I, couldn't, I can't believe that where I started actually led me to being somebody that would actually build my own business. Because I didn't ever envision myself as an entrepreneur growing up, even though yeah. I had a lot of ideas. And uh, it's just funny how things have gone. Well, it sounds like we're touching on your origin story then. So what did you want to be when you was growing up and where, where are you originally from? Where are you talking to us from today? Tell us a little bit about the, how, you got to, how you got to here, basically. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm living in Boulder, Colorado right now, which is, you know, like one of my favorite places in the world because we're just so close to nature, yeah. you know, and I, I grew up as a Boy Scout and uh, it was the totally uncool thing to be growing up in high school and <laughs> in middle school, you know, it was... It was, it was bad. You know, you get harassed for being a Boy Scouts, but I just, I just love the fact that every month we would go on a camp out and I could go spend time with my dad and uh, just get out there and get dirty, go backpacking and stuff. And we have the perfect place here in Colorado and uh, eventually became an Eagle Scout, you know, and, and found out that there's some, there's some perks to that and that uh, like less than 2% of guys that join Boy Scouts ever become Eagle Scout. And like, oh, I didn't. So where are you on a scale between Bear Grylls and like, I don't know. <laughs> And a scout, a standard scout and Bear Grylls. Where are you at the moment? You know, I am not a Bear Grylls. I am not a Bear Grylls. I have no problem roughing it. And I would definitely do a lot better than most people. I can, I can figure out the way to build the fire, even when it's wet outside, you know. And uh, I, don't, I don't need, I can, sleep, I can sleep in the tarp and make it warmer than a tent, you know. And so, <laughs> that's that's, man, you're not, yeah, you're definitely a lot closer to Bear Grylls than a lot of people. <laughs> You want to be with me when when all hell breaks loose on the planet, if there ever is a time like that, because so, so we'll make sure yeah, that everybody's taken care of. And, you know, I never knew what I was going to be growing up. Um, I fantasized about a lot 
right? Yeah. And uh, I was the only child, and so I would spend my time looking out uh, out the window of my bedroom, sometimes for, for hours. Uh, really an introverted kid, and I spent my time dreaming of, you know, like writing books and, uh, and dreaming of speaking on stage and sharing what I knew, even, even when I was 10 years old, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, so we, we mentioned just before about inspiration. I mean, yeah. was there a time like what, what, what situation helped awaken your alpha? I mean, uh, was there ever a phase, like you said, you didn't expect you were going to be an entrepreneur and uh, this inspiration, if you can explain to people a little project you did a couple of years ago, what it was all about and how it helped you. Yeah, you know, I, th I think um, there's, two, there's two ways that you sort of awaken, yeah. right? Uh, and I think the, the vast, vast majority of people have that sort of awakening when you're, you're bottoming out in your life. And people's rock bottom is really different uh, de depending on your situation. Mine was a little bit of a, a, a good mix of like first world problems, you know, where I, uh, I finished up my four year degree at a college, a university here in Colorado, and I got dumped by my girlfriend at the time. And this is all the same time. So, so I finished up school, got dumped oh, yeah. by my girlfriend at the time. I had to move back home with my parents, which is every 21 year old's, you know, guy's dream. <laughs> right? And uh, it just sucks for the dating life, right? And so, um, so did that. And then, and then to top it all off, I was finding myself not able to find a job with the degree that I just got, yeah. walking in and out of interviews where I thought I killed it. And then I walk out into the lobby and there's some dude in his 40s who's dressed to the nines who obviously has way more experience than I do. Yeah. And I'm like, great. I'm not getting this job, you know, and, uh, and, and during that summer, this is summer of 2009, I moved back home and did all this stuff and ended up working at my dad's dry cleaner. Yeah. So humbling experience, um, going to work every day, 12 hours with my dad who was, you know, trying to recover this business. That's a totally different story too. It was in the, in the red and, uh, stressful yeah. and coming home and realizing like, okay, so Am I just going to go out and have a beer with some friends and then go to sleep and then wake up and go back to the dry cleaner? Like this just seems really weird. Totally surreal experience, major loss of purpose. And uh, I, I got really angry and I really, you know, internally and I started pushing friends away. I was really unhappy um, because life had just completely came to a standstill. And I had a lot of time to, to think to myself because I, I drove a lot of friends out of my life. <laughs> I uh, really dove deep into my own personal, you know, drug addiction. I'll just, I'll just say it. Like, you know, I was, I was smoking pot five, six, ten times a day. It's like, I don't know if you could, I don't know if you could find me anywhere. Yeah. Because I was just so checked out. Yeah. And uh, you said so a lot of interview, you said like, it, life had just got very stagnant. <laughs> it just stopped, man. Just completely. Like, there was no more learning. There was no more growing. At least in college, I had that. Like I was always learning something new. And uh, it was in one of those moments where I, I thought to myself, like, why does life suck so bad right now? <laughs> and somewhere in there, I got the realization is because I wasn't growing. And so I was like, well, how can I grow? Like, what do I need to do to grow again? And I realized it was going outside of my comfort zone. And that's like the big cliche people talk about all the time because it's true. Yeah. But I was like, okay, so what can I do to go outside of my comfort zone? And it was all that around the same time that I, I got online and I was starting to look around at people that were marketing law of attraction and stuff on YouTube and Facebook, like really successfully. And I was really into that stuff back then. I mean, I still am now. Yeah. And uh, just in a big self-discovery 
kind of a kick. And I was like, I want to learn this social media thing because I went to school for marketing, but they didn't teach this. This is the future. Yeah. And I kept hearing content is king, content is king. You got to have a blog, <laughs> right? So I was like, okay, so let me get a blog. I'll figure out how to do that somehow. I have no idea. And I'm going to pick up the camera, my video camera, my cell phone, and I'm going to shoot videos every day of me doing something brand new every single day that I'd never done before, put it up on YouTube, put it on my blog. And I knew that there was, that at the end of this project, I just knew I was going to be the happiest guy on the planet. <laughs> period. How like, I knew that. How long to that for? How long a period was that that you had to try and do something new every day? A whole year starting January 1st of 2010. Whoa. So I did like 250 something videos. I started combining days because yeah. I would shoot all the episodes and, and not have time to upload the video. And yeah. uh, I was going to, I ended up going back to grad school to sort of find my, find my feet again. And yeah. so I was doing, you know, 30, 40 hours a week at my dad's dry cleaner, full-time grad student. And I was doing this inspiration thing all at the same time. So I was getting, you know, four or five hours of sleep and, uh, every night for an entire year, basically. And uh, I just had so much energy, so much inspiration because I got so consumed by the high that I was getting for going out and experiencing new things and just feeling really weird, basically, the whole <laughs> year. And I fell in love with it, you yeah. know? And so that grew into, you know, my first time speaking on a TEDx stage, which was a huge dream of mine for a long time. Very cool, yeah. It grew into my first business that I started running online. Like I said, I, I didn't ever think of myself as an entrepreneur, but people started asking me to like do their videos and teach them what I was learning in social media. And uh, it also led to, to my now fiance, my future wife, because she actually saw one of my Inspiraction videos and thought, this guy seems kind of cool. I want to connect with him. And uh, just so happened that we were in the same town and we met up and within two months we were dating and things have been just really amazing, really great since then. There you go. Put it, put yourself out there and who knows what you're going to get. <laughs> and then with the internet, your reach is so crazy. Even though I wasn't speaking on stage in front of hundreds of people, that there were hundreds of people watching my videos. Yeah. And it was like, wait a second, like this has been my dream, you know? And so it happened in ways that I didn't think it would manifest. And, uh, the internet's just a crazy place, man. So many, that's, I mean, that's how we got connected. Internet, yeah. Unless you're a sort of a hardcore follower of this show, this is people listening in. This was from Sam Dever connected him, <laughs> who Marshall Wayne connected me with when we was in Los Angeles. Sam, Sam Dever then connected me to Corey, who then connected me to yourself. So <laughs> passing the baton on. And so, we all met for the internet. This is our Yoda question. It didn't seem, sound like there's any key figures in there. It sounds like it's a very sort of personal journey, but you've done inspiration. Who helped awaken your alpha even, even more? It could be when you was younger. It could be in recent times. It could be someone you partnered with. It could be just someone who inspired you from afar. You might not have even met, met them before. That's a, that's a really, really good question. Um, and then the way that I'm going to answer it is, is not going to make some people happy because it's not like the straightforward answer. It's like a paradox, right? Okay. Um, so I'll answer like the traditional one first and then I'll throw the wrench in it after I'm done. <laughs> and, uh, and really, really it's my, I think the biggest influence on my transformation um, was really with, with my fiance, Nikki. Yeah. Um, because when, when we met, we did a, we actually did an exchange. This is before we were dating. I did some video work for a class that she was launching back then. Um, around money transformation, like a personal shift in, in, in finances. And uh, in exchange, I took one of her coaching 
and uh, intuitive healing sessions. So she introduced me to this, this body of work that we ended up getting certified in. Um, and I guess you could call us like, as, as like the big blanket uh, label would be life coaches, right? Yeah. So, but it just does not, it's just such a whatever. Anyway, transformation <laughs> agents, that's, I think that's probably what we're better known as. And um, she really helped me shift so much of the weird baggage that I had around money, even though I grew up in a household that had a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, you know, just upper middle class. And uh, so Nikki, I, I credit with the biggest transformation because we've always been each other's rocks in the sense that, you know, it's, it's just nice to have somebody that can look into your universe and help you see your blind spots and not only help you see them, but help you shift through them. I have had times in my life where I've made somebody else like the guru, like bigger than me. And every time that I've done that, um, I became smaller. Mm. Does that make sense? Like if you yeah. put somebody on a pedestal, when you put somebody on a pedestal, you automatically have to make yourself smaller than somebody else or their, your perception of that person. And so I've, I've battled with that at times. And uh, every now and then, I, then again, I, I catch myself like making somebody that guru. Yeah. And uh, that doesn't work for me. But people that have really believed, just believed in me, that have made the biggest difference. And so I'll give a shout out to my homie, Lawrence Tam, who's a, a part of the business opportunity that we got involved in like two years ago. And... Uh, you know, he's just the kind of guy that always, even though he didn't, even when he didn't really know us, he, you could just tell when he, when he looked at us, he was like, I, I believe in you guys. Like, I know you can do this and, and, uh, I'm not gonna, you know, rub your butts and yeah. you know, show you how to do it, but I know that you can do it. And if, if you ever hit like a road bump, you know, let me know. And I'm here to give you that small course. Correction. I love reading a lot. I read a lot of personal development books and, there's too many to name in just the stuff that, that really shifted things for me. I think maybe one of the biggest ones is a slight edge with uh, Jeff Olson. Ah, I got that just for my birthday, the slight edge. Oh man. Like, uh, what, the amount of, cause obviously, well, let's, let's jump straight into the alpha round then. Cause we start that off with a book recommendation. If you want to really exponentialize what you, um, what you can learn, what you can consume, what you can read. Um, I read a lot of my books on a Kindle. Yeah. So you know how it gives you the percentage of how much of the book you're completing, yeah, yeah. right? So read 15% of the book every day. Just make it a, if you make it a priority, you'll, you'll hammer these things out and you'll, you'll grow so fast. And uh, so I read 15% a day whenever I can, like this last few weeks, I've, I've dropped the ball on it because we've been so busy, but um, with other stuff, but you read 15% a day, you read a book every week. Yeah. So read a book every week. You can read 50 something books in a year and you're just like, whoa, like you're way ahead of the game. And, and that's really what the slight edge, that's what the slight edge is about. You yeah. know, the slight edge is all about those small, tiny actions that add up. And the biggest gift that that book gave to me was the fact that all of my goals that I thought were super monumental. Um, sometimes you look at those things and you go, man, I'm so far away. Yeah. And you can get discouraged really easily. The slight edge helped me realize that that's that's okay to have those big goals but when you but uh, you can break them down and breaking them down into those super tangible like even daily chunks like what do you have to do every day what's like that one little thing that you have to do every day to get you closer to that big target just do that just focus on that one little thing and you'll be there faster than you even thought you could i'm a big believer in yeah daily checklists accountability it's just yeah, yeah that's and, and really and, and really simplified my life man because i was all over the place the other one that I'm reading right that I'm rereading re right now is um, "Go Givers Sell More" by uh, Bob Berg, Bob Berg and John David Mann, 
And uh, if you've ever had any issues around selling, it's mm -hmm. probably because you're not aware of the stuff that's contained in this book. Um, it really flips the traditional model of selling up on, you know, up on top of its head. And uh, I think for anybody that's had a block around selling or felt weird about it, this book will greatly help you get over that. Brilliant. Are there any resources that you think are be useful in what we just talked about, keeping you on the straight and narrow, or specifically to do with what you get up to for your business? The one thing that changed my business more than anything was was really fully utilizing my smartphone. Yeah. Um, filming a lot of videos and knowing that I can just upload them straight to Facebook, straight to YouTube. Uh, that's how I've built so much of my exposure and uh, and visibility is through Facebook and YouTube yeah. and. The fact that you can shoot a video now and upload it directly to social media That's is huge. Yeah. powerful. What is an average, we talked about this last week, you said you maybe got like seven hours of sleep because you had a, a launch going on the last week, but what is like an average day or a week if it does exist for you in your business? What do you get up to? <laughs> this is another one that's like, man, I'm so untraditional. Um, and people, people like ask like, when people learn this, they're like, how the F did you, did you and, and Nikki build, build like a multiple six figure, you know, like yearly income? How did you, like, how do you do? Because man, every morning is really different. Yeah. Um, I don't have rituals. I think the closest thing you'd call my ritual is like, wake up and take the dog for a walk. And when I take the dog for a walk, our little French bulldog Zeus, it's like a, it's almost like my morning meditation. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's, that's what it comes to. Yeah, the, the body gets some movement. Um, I can just be really present with, with our dog because he's got a clear mind, right? He, he's got a clear <laughs> mind, you know? And so I just tap in with what he knows and uh, as weird as it sounds and just kind of let it ride and uh, keep my mind as clear as possible for the first, you know, 20, 30 minutes of my day and before I get into the grind of anything. If you can't find your own energy first, I find it very difficult to focus throughout the day. So before we go to bed, before Nikki and I go to bed, we, uh, we started doing this recently, one of the things, and it's just super powerful. Um, instead of saying five things that we're grateful for, we choose one thing and name five reasons why we're grateful for that thing. Uh, okay. So it allows you to kind of like go deeper into like more like, cause usually it's like the surfacey level things. I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. Mm -hmm. You know, like blah, blah, blah. But this allows you to kind of go like much deeper onto why. And I feel like that shifts you actually into the real energy of gratitude rather than trying to like fake your way into it. Because I know that, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you feel like sometimes you do like a gratitude list and yeah. you're like, I'm not feeling it. So this has helped a lot. And the second thing too is that um, while I'm drifting off to sleep, I'll imagine what tomorrow, like what the best possible day tomorrow would look like. How would I like to feel tomorrow? Um, what are the, the victories that I'm going to have tomorrow that I can't wait to have? Um, yeah. things like that. Just like, kind of like imagine a few of those moments as you drift off to sleep. And, uh, it's hard to believe how many of them actually come true. Would you consider yourself? I mean, we talked about this before, like a marketer or a transformational coach. Is it the mix of the two or, you know, I, okay. So, so I'll, I'll tell you, I'll just start speaking my dreams into existence here. Cause I don't think I do it enough. I don't, I don't share it enough. You know, that's probably something that I really should do more, which is, I've always wanted to be um, a speaker and, and that's been coming true over the last few years now. Um, you know, speaking on stages with a couple thousand people now, teaching people things. Everybody, so here's the thing, people want the meat, but they don't want the medicine, right? So like when you get medicine for your dog, you can't just give them the pill, right? They're going to spit it out. Yeah. 
So you got to like put peanut butter around it or cheese or something. Then they'll, then they'll eat it. Same thing with like your kids. Like if you're going to feed them, you know, vegetables, you got to make them taste good or they're not going to eat it. <laughs> we teach a lot of marketing and we yeah. teach people how to build their businesses. I love that. However, that's usually not the thing that people need the most. People usually need that internal transformation for all that rest of that information to actually integrate, make sense and for them to be able to execute. It's the reason that two people can do the same exact thing and get different results. It's yeah. like the internal dialogue, it's the internal beliefs and the, the ways that you're judging or not judging yourself um, that really manifest in, in whatever you do, regardless of what you do, right? It's actually what you be that is more important. So I firmly believe I'm in the business of transformation. I get more out of watching somebody transform their relationships or their finances or whatever, whatever it is, I get, I get so much out of that when you see somebody light up because they just had a light bulb moment yeah. or they have that small win. Um, that's what I'm all about. And so, you know, I know what I'm going to be doing is, you know, speaking on more stages, even outside of our industry, I would like to, to really step into that energy of being that person that is known for creating change. I know when people think of inspiration, they think of me, especially the people that have known me over the years. Yeah. And uh, I think it's time for, for, for me to really break through some of that obscurity so more people know. And I'm excited about that. I don't, I don't identify with being a marketer. I identify with being an entrepreneur yeah. and a change agent. And so that's really what I would like to step into even more, if that makes sense. Yeah, total, total sense. I mean, yeah. when it comes to different advice, you, I mean, if you've got any advice for people who are sort of listening and think this sounds good, I'm, I'm up for like, bit of transformation. I mean, I know on your, your website as well, you've got a, a giveaway of questions to expand your life. I wonder if you've got any questions for us or you can just touch on what's, in, what's involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is good. Questions transform my life. Um, so Adam, if I, if I said to you, Adam, you suck totally. There is, you know, not a, not a single person in this world that could ever, you know, benefit from what you're doing with your podcast and everything else that you're doing you should probably just give up. Now, does that make you feel like heavier inside or does it make you feel light and buoyant? <laughs> it's, it's trick. Obviously if it was for genuine, which I'm hoping it's not, it, it, I'm sure it would make me feel like, Oh man, or it just exactly or it, or, almost like frustration, anger. Or. So it's like, if you, like I saw you on the, on the video here, it's like, yeah, you know, like, un, like not smiley. Things, right. Well, that's, that's because here's the thing. Anything that makes you feel heavier inside when somebody tells it to you or you're telling it to yourself, that's a lie, mm. right? That's because it's not true. It's like, dude, you do not suck totally, <laughs> right? That's not, that's not true. That's not true. So it's like that stuff's going to make you feel heavier versus if I was like, Adam, like you have so much inside, you have so much inside of you that the world cannot wait to hear. Like, look, and like you're smiling, right? It's like you, you can't <laughs> It makes you feel lighter, right? It makes you feel more buoyant. And so like, that's one of the things that I'll, that I'll let people know is that anything that makes you feel lighter is true for you. And anything that makes you feel heavier is a lie. Okay, what's true for you might be different for somebody else. That's, that's been the barometer for, for me for the last few years in really navigating, um, exploring like the greatness of me. And so a part of that is asking questions. Well, there's questions and there's conclusions. Yeah. I can't give an example right now. So a conclusion is like, I will never amount to anything or I, I will make six figures this year. Finally, whatever. Both of those are conclusions. Yeah. And you're going to be always limited by the things that you're telling yourself that end with a period. 
But you can always ask questions like, what would it take to earn six figures this year? What would it take to earn six figures and beyond? What would it be like? You know, this is another good one, which is like, whenever you're feeling like crap about yourself, what if you said, or about something that's happening? Yeah. Ask yourself, what's right about this that I'm not getting, right? Mm -hmm. So whenever you ask a question, there's a question mark at the end, which leaves it what? It leaves it open for more information. I'm always asking questions about what it would like to go beyond what I'm choosing right now. Uh, you know, what would it be like to invalidate all my points of view about success so that I can go beyond even what I deem as successful? Yeah. So it's like the back door to creating everything. So it's like in the Bible, what does it say? Ask and you shall receive. Why? Because when you ask and you're open, that's when cool stuff happens. Otherwise they would have written it, conclude and you shall receive. Right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. right? There's a, there's a reason it's ask and you shall receive. The problem is most people don't know how to actually ask those questions yeah. because a question is not, Oh, please, God, universe, whatever. Can you, can you give me the money? Or can you please like, you know, make this thing work? That's called begging. That's called being not in your power. Yeah. Right. Versus saying, okay, what would it take for the money to show up? And what is required of me in order to create the money? Yeah, you're involved in it a bit more. <laughs> yeah, the energy is different, and it also gets you into like that creative space of actually like receiving like what that information is that you need to act on right now. So it's like I, I believe everybody everybody is their own guru, and if you become really great at asking yourself empowering questions versus the disempowering ones, then you can truly unlock your unlock your greatness. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out a little bit more what is within you. So this is our complete blank around. So you're just going to finish my sentence, complete the blank. Okay. We'll see where it takes us. Your best friend would describe you as? Ridiculous. <laughs> that, could be the best one. that could be the best one I've ever had for that question. <laughs> your favorite movie of all time is? It's either Garden State or American Pie. Oh, I love America, but Garden State, this is Garden State. Remind me of Garden State. Um, it's, the, it's the Zach Braff movie where he goes back and it's, I think it's starring Natalie Portman also, and he goes back. Oh, I'm a Natalie Portman fan. I'm just putting that out there. I'm not ashamed of <laughs> <for> that one. <laughs> and it's just a really quirky movie that uh, is embedded with a lot of symbolism, which you could argue it's either it, it's for real symbolism or it's, you know, you, you make it up in your head. Either way you're happy by the time you finish the movie because there's uh, just so many deeper meanings to it. And then American Pie, it's like oh, the old classic. I see it coming on and I'm just like, am I really going to watch this again? I know! I don't watch movies again, but <laughs> that's the only him. one that I watch again. I like Stifler far too much in the first couple of movies. He got, he got a bit too ridiculous as they went on, but the first couple, absolutely awesome. <laughs> I agree, I agree. The last time you were drunk was... April or May of 2000 and what's, what's last year? 2013? Yeah, 2013. Yeah, and somebody, somebody called me Frodo. I thought you were going to say someone spiked my drink. <laughs> no, no, somebody called me Frodo. I was, I was at a bar and there was some girl that was at her 21st birthday. She's wearing the tiara and the pink boa and, you know, they closed the bar down and, and they're walking out and the bouncer said, hey, girly, you got like, like, to like leave your drink here. So yeah. she started throwing a fit. And I, of course, was a little bit loaded and I said, 
hey, it's, it's your birthday, right? And she's like, yeah, it's my 21st birthday. And I said, so somebody else bought you the drink, right? And she's like, yeah. And I said, so what's the big deal? Put down the drink and get your ass outside, move it. And she was like, ah, oh my God. And she turns around and she, and she's talks, talking to her friends and she's like, you know, Frodo over there, you know, cause I got the curly hair. I'm short. I look a little bit Hobbit-like, and uh, that was my last uh, drunken. That's why I like that question because I would have never got the Frodo story otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there, there you have it. I don't tell that one very often. I'm glad you got it. <laughs> the number one thing you fear is not doing what I really want to do, like uh, holding holding back one, holding back on the times when you know that you shouldn't. Because you feel like crap if whenever you do. Who do you recommend I interview soon or next even? It's my buddy Aaron Rashkin. He's going to be coming over here for um, for uh, Christmas Eve here in a few days. And oh, uh, cool. he's the most alpha dude that I know. He's been making seven figures on the internet for years. He talks like a book in the sense <laughs> that he's just loaded with wisdom. People are going to listen to your show with Aaron and they're going to go, they're going to run out of paper. Because <laughs> he says so much profound stuff and he's become a really good friend of ours over the last few months and uh, just taught us so much about sales, copywriting, um, sales psychology, and really like expanding what's possible in terms of building your own business, no matter who you are, off of what you're passionate about. And uh, that's why I'd recommend Aaron as the most alpha dude that I, that I know and also somebody that has the results to back that up and the wisdom to pass on to others in order to achieve the same. Nice. See, that's the perfect recommendation. There you go. What is the best way people can connect with you if they want to find out more? You know, I am, I'm the Facebook dude. I built my business on, I build my business on Facebook. And so connect with me on Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash Avram Gonzalez, A V R A M G O N Z A L E S. So there's an S at the end. And, uh, Connect with me there. Make sure you send me a message that you heard me with uh, talking with Adam here on this interview. And I'd love to connect with you too. And um, I've been building a new blog, which is uh, thatonlinemarketingthing.com. Um, you can go there. I've got free PDFs and stuff all about Facebook marketing. We just launched a Facebook class and uh, teaching people how to use free marketing to build their, their businesses. So if you're like a solopreneur, uh, you know, you're the, you're the man or the woman behind the the, the message, like you're the driving force and people yeah. want to do business with you because it's you, then uh, you'll love the content and stuff on that blog. Perfect. Yes. I'd like you to leave us then, if possible, with your alpha quote, a quote that resonates for you that you like to live your life by. Ready that spring to mind. You know, when, when, you, when you prepped me for this question just before the interview, I was like, I, dude, I don't have one. Um, so, <laughs> so, here's, so here's the one that came to mind as the thing that's been most yeah. recently on my mind that uh, has created a shift for me. And I won't get the quote right, but it's basically something like um, millionaires become millionaires because they get really good at taking two to three things that they're already doing and turning them into money. So millionaires become millionaires because they get really good at taking the things that they're already doing and turning them into money or turning them into businesses or whatever that is. And so I've been realizing that there were things that I was doing that I wasn't willing to monetize or find a way to get creative to monetize. And that, look, if you're going to live your life and do the stuff that you love to do, you should find a way to get paid for it. If you learn the skills of marketing, you will never 
you will never have a day in your the skills of marketing and selling. You'll never have a day in your life where you have to worry about money again. Perfect. Well, that's if that's not a good reason to connect with connect with you. What can we say? Eh? We've given them everything tonight. So, man, thank you so much for. I was going to say stand up. That's me who stand up. What time is it over there at the moment? Uh, it's like two o'clock. Ah, perfect. It's just been exciting, and I appreciate you for for having us out and sharing us with your audience and stuff, Adam. Um, it's been a pleasure. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. If you want to improve your confidence, lead your life in 2015, make changes, you want a serious bit of accountability and some structure and just actionable steps and how to build the best body you can, lose the fat, build the muscle, look good naked, just lead your life, take control of your mental state and really achieve whatever it is you truly desire. This is the one way to get yourself in check and you've got to start with from, in, from within. So if you listen to this podcast, obviously you're searching for something, so just extend that search. Contact me, Adam Lewis Walker, through Facebook, Adam Lewis Walker. Awaken your alpha on there. Go to adamlewiswalker.com. Get in contact by all in any means way, ways possible. Fill in the application. If you get that far, we're going to get on the phone and we'll have a talk through and we'll see what your situation is how specifically I can help you in that situation. And if you want to take it forward with me, brilliant. If you don't, no worries. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. And I value your time as much as I value my own time. And we will not mess around. I thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I will speak to you very soon if you're going to take some action. But you've got to ask yourself, if not now, when? And if you've been listening to this for a long time, take the next step and get on the phone with me. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved, and you have the application form right there.